Kevin Holmes. <laughs> and we're, we're screening on the spot. spot. And we're getting to know me through movies. <laughs> that was good. Thanks for That's our, up, yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because he's wearing a sweatshirt. I'm like, I'm keeping mine on. Yeah. It's cold. I think I need to get a pair of these uh Well, first of all, pants. I didn't know that there was a dress code for this. There's but, not. you know, today's been a long day. I'm normally off on Friday, the day we're taping this well, right yeah, now. Thank you. And I came in because I love two of the three of yous here. Hmm. The third one, I didn't realize that little boy Blue was going to be here. But you know I love you, Chris. <laughs> that's You're Chris. Right. I wasn't yeah. here on the last one. Yeah, that's so. Chris, by the way. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's me. You know, so, uh, you know, happy to be here. You Thanks. Know? Thanks for Thanks. coming yeah. on your day off. You guys are one of my favorite departments outside of news. And that's for real. That's even though, you know, we butt heads, I love favorites. you all. Yeah. That's real sweet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to it as a compliment, man. You know? And so... You have something special. Yeah. So, What's in your I don't movie? know about you all. You guys may pay full price all the time when you go to movie theaters. No, AMC, I, I know you're Leewood-based. Don't get mad at me, AMC. Don't kick me out. Don't sue me. I'll never do it at AMC. Maybe at other <laughs> theaters. Um, you know, when you go to movie theaters, you sneak stuff in sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we got popcorn. We got Pepsi. I prefer Pepsi over Coke. I'm like yeah. one of the rare. Do. It doesn't really? burn as much. Yeah. Pepsi over Coke for yeah, me all day. And gummy bears. Gummy bears are yes. a must. Like, gummy bears are legit. Yeah. Those are your movie snacks? Well, hot tamales too, but we don't have those in the company break room. So, do, How uh, do you feel about putting stuff in the popcorn? Are you one of those people that puts like chocolate in the popcorn? No. Chocolates? Okay. No. No. I'm a very traditionalist when it comes to my popcorn. Just butter. Yeah, just Lots a little of bit butter. of butter. A little, just a little bit oh, of butter. Just a little, okay, a little bit of butter. And I could, I could go without salt too. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. Man. It's already pretty salty. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Like uh, Sarah. That's <laughs> <laughs> true, though. I'm not even going to argue. That's a true statement. I'm a salty person. <laughs> you were trying to burn me, but. I know. Look, it backfired on you. I know. Anybody want some gummy bears before we start? Absolutely. Or popcorn? Here, take some, yeah. pass them. <laughs> <laughs> popcorn? Take some? We yeah. never okay. actually, actually, I don't know. How does this work for sound wise? Are people going to be You're like, oh, that's some ASMR podcast? Just watch today. the video. Hey, yeah. yeah. Right. Listeners, we are eating popcorn and gummy bears. Yeah. Talking well, about a movie. You do that when you watch a movie too. If not, I judge you. Well, it is how I feel when I bring when I sneak certain snacks into the movies because yeah. people hear it and you're oh, like, you. or they hear the can pop open or something. They're like, "There's no way they got this." It, Justin exactly. hates the sound of people chewing, so I'll try to avoid That's that true. in my microphone. Yo, so I have snuck like we talked earlier before this. I've snuck like tacos with like like burrito oh. sauce. Yo, so back home I also snuck an, an Italian beef sandwich. With extra <laughs> oh, nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yo, they had the movie theater smelling very legit. I that's awesome. Strips and like sandwiches. Never yeah. a taco. That's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> in college, we stuck. We snuck like sliders, like slider burgers, in because oh, a buddy of mine oh, worked yeah. worked there right across from the theater. Um, and I also worked at an AMC, so the stuff I found in the theaters is pretty wild. Like, oh, I can imagine. Yeah, wine bottles and liquor bottles and. Wallets. I I always think it's funny whenever I go to the movie. Uh, I haven't been lately, but when I last time I went, then you would hear maybe right when the preview oh. started. Click, click, click from everybody's pop cans yeah. or, or alcohol cans yeah, or whatever. You have to and wait like, for the right moment. Yeah, you do. Yeah. My work study job in college, it afforded me many 22 ounces of Heineken. And I may or may not have snuck a few of those beverages mm -hmm. into the movie theater in my college days, my younger days, you know. Those are way, way beyond. So that was, behind, what, know? 30 years ago? <laughs> it certainly feels like, yo, <laughs> I'm coming up on, and I guess this will age myself, next year marks my 20th anniversary for college. My, like, oh, uh, man. college. Jesus. Look at you. I'm, I'm kind of right there with you, though. So, But you look way better. I know. And way younger. I do. It's so true. That's a compliment yeah. she doesn't like. <laughs> Can you give me some of your grays, though? Because I really want gray beard and gray hair. Only if you take some of this belly, too. <laughs> I, I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is a this is a good start for the podcast. Yeah. One of our better. Introductions. I think every everybody that we have on our podcast now we have to tell them you have to come on our podcast and bring us food. Yeah, snacks, <laughs> gummy bears. So, uh, Kevin set the standard. I don't. Yeah, um, Kevin, how long have you been at KSHB? Um, Halloween makes exactly six years. I started Halloween 2016. I came dressed as a news anchor. <laughs> I fooled a lot of folks here, so my key card still works six years later. Um, you know, for frame of reference, I literally started a week before the presidential election between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Mm. Dark times. <laughs> and how long have you actually been anchoring, though? Because you weren't an anchor. You, did you start? You didn't start anchoring. When Thanks for watching, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was always the four I yeah. got hired to anchor a four o'clock newscast we called the Now KC. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I reported every day and anchored every day for an hour. Um, I did that for about two years or so. And then the show as we knew it kind of morphed. So I got bumped. Mm. to a 6.30 half hour that I anchored. And uh, we had a wonderful Anna Carlton. I mean, she was brilliant. She is brilliant. She's one of our producers now here. She's our 10 p.m. broadcast, so she makes that a joy. But anyway, uh, she did that show with me, 6.30, and um, we had a franchise at the time called Safe KC that I kind of was the face mm. of. You know, we were talking about crime solutions and people working to make our, our area better a better place to live for all of us and then literally i remember it like it was yesterday i only remember it because my birthday is march 31st so april 1st 2019 um i come into work and i i don't know why i was having a bad day already april fool's day you know and the news director and gm at the time they called me in their office I'm like, what is this about jesus what is this about right so they called me upstairs and they said hey you know making a change um we want to offer you the primary anchor job I was like, it's April Fool's Day, man. <laughs> and they said, no, yeah, we're serious. You know, you and Krista, one of our former anchors, you know, we're going to move you guys to the main spot. And I was like, huh? <laughs> and uh, I can t- I can tell this story now. You know, people know. Uh, around that time, I, I was still contemplating. I was nearing the end of my initial contract at 41, contemplating my next move. I actually interviewed for a job back home in Chicago. And um, I remember them making the initial offer and I called my agent and I said look this is what they offer me I said look call Chicago see what's up <laughs> and we talked some more and I mean long story short I won't bore you with details but my agent was like yo this is a better opportunity and she was more than right and I knew she was and I it, you know in my gut I knew it was a, a great move for me to stay here you've and, always and, uh, like I feel like embraced Kansas City mm-hmm. and I love Kansas, Kansas City, City man is you moved here I love Kansas City I really call this this home you know I'll I'll always, you know, be a native Chicagoan. Um, Chicago will always have a special place in my heart. I mean, born and raised there in the city, went to college in the Burbs, but I love Kansas City, man. It, it, it. Kansas City has 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 grew me in so many ways as a man. Um, I hope you know one day it'll grow me as as, as a father, as a husband. Um, um, I, 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 there's so much I love about here. I love the people. I feel like the people have really made it easy, both here at 41 and out in the community. Mm-hmm. I love Kansas City. You know, if I leave Kansas City, which I hope to never, it would have to be because of one hell of an opportunity or because of a family reason. Um, because this is home and you guys are my family. Well, you know, everyone that I talk to and they find out, oh, you work for 41, every single person I talk to says, I love Kevin Holmes. And his laugh. And his laugh. He's got a everyone, great laugh. Loves you. Got well, a we, great laugh. The laugh so, we can hear from our department. Yes. So at my last TV station, Savannah, Georgia, um, we had a fun day, a couple fun days, where we did like superlatives, and um, it may come as no surprise, um, they voted me class clown. 
Hmm. They yeah. also voted me best laugh. But get this. They also voted me worst laugh. <laughs> nice. Most memorable laugh? <laughs> best <Yeah>. and worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's really funny. Where else have well, you been besides Kansas City? Because you've been all over, right? Um, we got to keep this PG-13, right? Yes. I, you know, oh, I, yeah. Let me just say that I've been around the block. Okay. <laughs> I know Detroit was yeah. in there. No, well, you know, no, not 60 miles away, Flint. Flint so, um, right. you know, while in college, um, I interned at the NBC station in Chicago. After my internship, just to keep my foot in the door, I was a production assistant, you know, busting scripts. Back then we had paper scripts and we separated them on color based on which anchor. And I would run up there. And it's funny because when I was uh, a PA, I was on the assignment desk, uh, Jerry Springer was being taped mm-hmm. in the same. <laughs> Same area. Mm-hmm. So much like our newsroom here and our setup, the control room was on the second floor and the newsroom was on the first floor. Ooh, sorry. That's a Pepsi. <laughs> That's from the Pepsi, man. And, you know, uh, all the producers would tell you I actually burp before every newscast. Legit, I do. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, and before every promo, too. There you yeah. go. B- better out than in. Yeah. So, um, you know, I remember running scripts up to the control room and then to the anchors and everything on set. And right across the hall, there were some days where Jerry Springer was taping as the newscast was going on. And I promise you, there's one time I had been on the job maybe a week. And I remember one of the producers for Jerry Springer hyping up somebody. Remember, man, I mean, she slept with your mom, man. I don't know about <laughs> you, but I'd be upset if it was me. I mean, he slept with your mom. I mean, so get out there and get it to him. You know, and like literally, I'm like, holy hell, is this what I'm getting myself into? <laughs> anyway, so I, long story short, I was a production assistant there for a few months, about eight or nine months. Got my first on-air job in Flint, Michigan, where I worked with a guy in your department. Um, I was a reporter there for three years, mornings, my whole three years. Jeez. My first shift, the first two years was Wednesday through Sunday mornings. Jesus. And then Monday through Friday mornings. Um, from there, I went to Memphis, Tennessee, where I was a reporter, fill and anchor for four years. I uh, went to Raleigh, North Carolina, where I was a reporter for an anchor for three years. And I transitioned to the anchor desk as my primary role uh, in Savannah, Georgia, where I was the evening anchor for a TV station there for three years. And now I'm weeks away from my six-year anniversary at KSHB 41. Congratulations. Yay. Well, you're so, uh, you've been around the block, like you said, so much that I remember seeing you on a Dateline episode. Where Memphis I think or Raleigh? It, I think it was Raleigh, actually. <laughs> yeah. One of the cases that you were—he was on Dateline. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Kevin. So, I love when that happens. Yeah, yeah. There were a couple. Um, I think one was this missing soldier from Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Kelly Bordeaux was her name. Uh, that I mean, that that case played out. Insanely. Do people text you when they see you yes. on that stuff? All the time. Oh, Kevin, I just saw you on Dateline. Time, Kevin, yeah. I just saw you. All the time. Have you have you made like John Oliver yet? Uh, I have. I feel like I, that's and, a and, and I have, and I've made Samantha B. Yeah. Um, nice. And oh, that's um, right. I remember that one. Yeah. Uh, also, um, this Netflix thing here at Forty One. They, 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 Netflix had some documentary. What was the name of that documentary? I don't remember. Yeah. But it just came out. It was, and they were talking about um, um, what's the thing when you call somebody to another house and it's not the house. It's like a crime. Oh yeah, uh, swatting. swatting. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I should know that as a news guy. Hi, I'm on your weekday. <laughs> I'm on your television every day, yeah. five, six, and ten. But I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I would about. love yeah. to see that, um, like on a news. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Like, so I was yeah. on. What's the name of that? Right, 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 right. right. Teleprompter. So yeah. they used a clip of me for that. But yeah, I mean. Yeah, I've been on a couple of I like about the first forty-eight. Movies. Now I don't know if you ever watched first forty-eight. Yeah, but Memphis. When I was in first, when I was working in Memphis, first forty-eight crews there all the time. <laughs> if you see any episodes from Memphis, there's probably a sixty percent chance, if not greater, <laughs> that you'll see me when they say the Memphis media is on the scene. I was like, that's me. <laughs> Will in the microphone. Yeah, yeah. that's me all day. 
I grew up near Memphis, so I was curious if our, if our well, I grew up in like Forest City, Arkansas. Like, Forest City Highway One, yeah. Waffle House. Waffle House. So my <laughs> that's what they're famous for. Yes, I and I covered. Let me tell you the biggest story I covered from Forest City while working in Memphis. Rapper T.I. sentenced to one year, one That's day right. in prison. Oh. Sentenced in Ford City. In Ford City. So I was outside Ford City as T.I. and his huge entourage were reporting to prison. Um, my dad is from a small town in Arkansas. So when we drove from Chicago, Jesus, that was a long drive. We would stop in Ford City. Waffle House. That was my very first Waffle House experience. I've still never been to one. Was that the, yeah. like the original Waffle House? I don't think it's the original, oh, but, it's just the but only... it did get famous because there was the viral video of a woman washing her hair in the Waffle House sink, like one of the employees, mm-hmm. a few years and ago. And I will never mm-hmm. go to yeah. one yeah. <laughs> ever anyways, so there you go. For, aren't Waffle Houses like supposedly way better than IHOP? And yes, yeah. they are. Okay. Yes, they are, and but they will never pass health inspection. Let's yeah. yeah. um, talk about sure. movies now. Let's just, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine You're a fan because we've had you on the podcast before. So sometimes we have guests. No, we haven't. Like, I'm a first timer. This is first time. I feel like we've done a. We've asked him before. before. We've you asked him before, but, and he was okay, too good sorry. for us. Yeah. Now well, we're maybe y'all so full of you know what. <laughs> and now maybe. we're so big <laughs> that you come, you come in on your day off. Yeah. Just to Thank talk. you exactly. for coming. Okay, yeah. well maybe it's just my side conversations, but I know you you're a fan of movies. I've lent you some of my movies. I'm pretty sure I've gotten them all back. Maybe I'm still missing one. I can't remember which one it is. I'm trying to me. I don't know. Um, so that's good. Cause not everybody is like super into like sitting down or going to a theater or whatever and watching stuff. So it's nice to have somebody who is a yeah. fan of movies. <laughs> <laughs> I stay away from people who aren't fans of movies. Yeah. So what's the first one that you, you remember seeing in a theater? And Coming to America. Too. Coming to America. No kidding. In a theater. That's a good one. Coming to America. Yeah. That is a really good one. Me and my grandmother. She took you to see yeah. it? What are your memories of that? Uh, She was always a huge fan of Eddie Murphy, you know, from Saturday Night Live and Mm -hmm. everything. I remember we hopped on the bus and we'd go downtown. We watched the movie theater downtown. I do recall that. And we snuck in some Garrett's popcorn. Oh, yeah. So that was was my grandmother's jam. The the caramel and the... The caramel cheese mix, the Chicago mix, all day. (laughs) I have that at home right now. So I remember sneaking it in. And, you know, but I didn't appreciate that at the time because I was like, what, seven, eight? When Coming to America came out, it came out like 89, so I hadn't been eight. And um, I was like, Grandma, I want a hot dog. I want a real hot dog. <laughs> you know, because, I, matter of fact, we had hot dogs from the house. Uh-huh. And she wrapped an aluminum foil. Oh, we had all go. the snacks. Yeah. There you go. And, you know, I appreciate it now as a grown man. But as a kid, I'm like, I want a hot dog from the stand. Because yeah. that's the stand. I want yeah. popcorn from there. But, yeah, man. It would be like a $6 hot dog probably at the movie theater. And that was 1989. No, it probably still was $6 yeah. in Chicago. Wow. <laughs> what was the first movie that you uh, made you cry? I don't remember, man. Do you um, cry often? I welt. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I cry. <laughs> I welt. You know, um, <laughs> I thought I would never admit this, but I will with you guys. Only one time, because I've seen the movie like five times. Only the first time that I welt was when Jack died in Titanic. You're mm. the second you, person to say that that what? Yeah. yeah. made you cry. Or, mm-hmm. no, Just no, one time. After that, I was like, oh, yeah. Jack, Jack, you should have went into the next chick anyway. She ain't want to stun you. <laughs> yeah. That's so interesting. Hmm. Well, she was a selfish one because exactly. she, she didn't move over. I know. She should have. There's room. Exactly. There's 100%. Yeah. He could have been exactly. on the floor. We all know that. Do you, exactly. Do you, so So other than that, I mean, do you Get you a woman you who loves you. Like, you seem like you would cry. The only time I've seen you cry probably is when you're watching Bears football. Oh. Because I was going to ask you about uh, sports is, movies. That is but, very accurate. Yeah. I mean, I, I apologize to anyone who has had to stomach any Bears football game this season. I don't watch Bears football games. I just watch you on Twitter. 
and I get the point. My What's co-anchor Dia laughed at me yesterday because I apparently I went on a tirade on Twitter yesterday during the game, and I I don't even realize it. It's like an outer body experience <laughs> because this team is so awful, and they've been so awful all my life. I was four when they won Super Bowl. I don't remember what happened. I was four years old. The next time they went Super Bowl, I was twenty nine. I'm in my 40s now. I've gone my entire 30s, and now the, f- the first part of my 40s without them reaching the promised land. It hurts. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's getting the bears. emotional cool. now. <laughs> They're there, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> They're there. I promise we didn't just bring you on so Chris could make fun of you the whole time. I, You know what? Hey, I'm just, just you know, that's just the real reason why you're staying in Kansas City is because, you know, we have a good football team. Now, now, we yes, that's to. true. That, is, but ever since you've been here, we've like. had a competitive. Kevin arrives and the Chiefs yeah. are good. I'm yeah. just saying. I know. And I know. the Royals. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, for a hot second. I got here after that. No. Yeah. Mm. Well, I got nothing to contribute to the sports conversation. <laughs> uh, Kevin Holmes, who was your first celebrity crush? Halle Berry. Halle Berry. And she's what, still, what? she's still one of those celebrity crushes. What were you seeing yeah. her in that solidified mm-hmm. that? Uh. Jet and Ebony magazine. <laughs> <laughs> boomerang a little later. I was gonna say mm-hmm. boomerang probably. Um I mean I was gonna guess just being becoming an adult in like the nineties, Halle Berry was <laughs> yes. there, was there. Yes. Was. yes, 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 yes. Uh she has not aged. She no, hasn't she aged. Not. I uh growing up in Arkansas, we loved Billy Bob Thornton because he's from Arkansas. It was like our hero randomly, but he was in Monsters Ball mm-hmm. with Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. So between that and That's her being in the X-Men you movies. never watch with a family member. Oh, I'm sure. no, you should well, I did. I watched that with my parents. I it was my grandma and my I uncle. Bet. Oi. It was awkward as Oi. Yeah. She She's the best part of Swordfish. What's your favorite movie soundtrack? And, you're, and I will say, you're a music guy. Like, yeah, those of you guys that don't know Kevin, he is constantly playing stuff on his phone and jamming mm-hmm. out. And like he's Before newscast, while yeah. talking to people, during mm-hmm. newscast. So what's your favorite movie soundtrack? Um, can I give you like three? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, and you know, two of them may be from movies that people may, not, may or may not know. Above the Rim. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tupac is in it. Uh, uh, Dwayne Martin. Um, Came out like in the early '90s too, you know. Um, my favorite Tupac song of all time is on that soundtrack. A song by the name of Pain. Look it up if you know haven't heard it before. Uh, Menace to Society is another great soundtrack. You know, I'm a huge fan of hip hop and R&B, so those are both kind of heavy on that. And the third one is Boomerang. Nice, great soundtracks. What movie do you find yourself quoting the most? Oh Jesus! Um, Major League, Coming to America. <laughs> really. Paid in full, as Justin is now seen. Um, Friday after next. So every once in a while, I'll be talking to some of my friends from college, and we will quote the movies to each other. You know, uh, most of those movies, really, I watched dozens of times while sitting in the dorm room. Give us a major league quote that you say a lot. <laughs> in case you haven't noticed, and judging by the tendency you haven't, the Indians have managed to win a few games here and there, and are threatening to climb out of the cellar. Boy, you may run like maze, but you sure hit like with your speed. You should be legging them out. For everyone you in the air, you owe me ten pushes. I'm telling you, man. And and the crazy thing is, tire world, Lou Brown. Yeah, I'd like to manage Indians. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? This is a chance to mention the big league level. Can I call you back? I got somebody on the line about some white walls. Like I love that movie. This guy here is dead. Cross him off then. Like, they, like they're talking about players that are going to bite the training camp, yeah. and they got dead guys on the list, and she's like, just cross them off. Like, that, that movie is so epic. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I always like it's a small one. I was like that just a bit outside. outside. Yeah. But yeah. ball four, ball eight. Okay. And Vaughn has walked the bases on twelve straight say, pitches. I forget that announcer's name, but he has some really great. Mm-hmm. He's so good. Uh, 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 Bob Euchre in real yeah, life. Uchre, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's a movie that uh, you always defend no matter how bad people say it is? Friday after next. It's also my favorite Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. Ooh. It takes place in Christmas, in California. Um, you know, a lot of people, especially those traditionalists, they love the original Friday with uh, Ice Cube and Chris Tucker. I would argue that Friday After Next is best out of that trilogy. Um, it just takes you so many places in terms of comedy, in terms of a little bit of empathy, too. You know, these are two struggling cats trying to figure out how they're going to pay their rent during the holiday season. And they have all these exploits that are like beyond belief, but for some reason, hilarious. Do you rewatch like all of them though, or do you just Heck use yeah! all the time? Was that or was that high school, college? College. College. I, I remember first seeing yeah. <laughs> Friday After Next in a movie theater in college mm-hmm. with my friends with that twenty-two of Heineken I told you about that I got <laughs> for my work study job. Poured into a little cup, and then you know those people who worked in the movie theater probably cleaned up Heineken bottles for me. Sorry. But yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like that's also a franchise that they keep teasing they're going to do another one. Like yeah, this many years been later, that and for like years, yeah. mm-hmm. let it die now. It's almost like coming to America. Yeah, I've seen all of them. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of them. <gasps> it is I'm, so awesome. Yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Tie that barbecue joint down the street where they give you more sauce than they give you meat. Bring your it's down to brother barbecue. I got one location, so it's near you. My dad really liked the second one, so the second one was one. Second was good too. We got played. I like how you were able to edit out the the cursing. Yeah, you do it yourself. We don't have to. Thank you. What is the most accurate depiction of news or a newsroom in a movie or TV show that you've watched? The Wire. Uh, I would say The Wire, and specifically, I think it's season four, season five, whatever season kind of revolves around the news, albeit it's more of a newspaper. Uh, You guys know the the writers of The Mm -hmm. Wires are actually a retired cop Uh and a retired Baltimore Sun reporter. And that season of The Wire really focuses in on, on, on breaking some of these stories about corruption within the Baltimore Police Department, within Baltimore City Government. Uh, you know, some of, it, some of it may be loosely based, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but some of it's based on some stuff that really happened. And, um, and just, just how they covered stories and, 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 and the editors. And it's because of The Wire, to this day, I will never say in copy um, that people were evacuated. Mm-hmm. That instead, that was one of the things they talked about. You don't evacuate people; right. you evacuate places and things. And you know, so I say, you know, this building's evacuated, not the people. Mm-hmm. And that's literally, and that's, and that's from the wire. Literally for me. It's yeah, the that's crazy. <laughs> the Wire is a great show. It's been several years since I watched that whole series. So that that season, it's not the one that sticks out at me the most. It's probably like season yeah. one and two. Yeah, for most. Of, for most. Now of that years. you're talking about, it, I'm yeah. like, yeah, that was really. I know it's. De- really I still good. haven't seen it. It's on my list, um, but a lot of people. Say it's the greatest yeah, show it ever is. made. It is. It's it, one of them. Yeah. yeah, one top five easily. Oh, it's, it's number one for me. Yeah. Number one. That's my favorite show of all time. Number two is probably Entourage. Yeah, I love. Uh, Entourage. I don't know if I have a number three yet. You know, it probably goes back. And Some forth things in Entourage, I've seen it like twenty times Can't over. Some things, in the, especially in the earlier seasons, <laughs> don't really hold up yeah. um, too well. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. but it's you know it's, it's it's still a cult classic. Yeah, for sure. When the movie came out some years ago, I was I was in the theaters for that. I was kind of disappointed. Such a terrible movie. <laughs> that movie. I was disappointed. Um, I know we kind of briefly touched on this already, but is I was going to ask what your favorite sports movie is, but is it Major League? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> it is definitely 
major league in a close, close. I didn't know who not, she not was. Even, not, not even a close. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I just watched that yesterday. That's why oh. I'm quoting it. It's funny. I even sing the, the, the opening theme song. Yeah. I, that's, oh, yeah. I, that's on my little news pre pre newscast jams mm-hmm. playlist. There's a red moon rising <laughs> on the Cuyahoga River. That's my joint. Oh, my Rolling God. in <laughs> Cleveland through the lake. You know, the mistake yeah, by the lake yeah. and the caught on fire. Like, it's really caught on fire. Like, that song's about burn on big river. Burn. Cuyahoga River. Do you have a preference between uh, sports movies that are comedies or ones that are trying to be dramatic and inspirational? Um, I like them both. I mean, remember the Titans is a, it's a classic. Is mm-hmm. We Are Marshall is so underrated. Sunshine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right, right. Sunshine. Um, but I, I prefer the comedies. Although, I say that, while Major League is my favorite sports movie, my second favorite sports movie is um, Any Given Sunday. I just um, rewatched yeah, that recently. It's so good. good and oh, my favorite line. Can I say my favorite line now? Yeah. So um, they're on the sideline. Well, two favorite lines. Jim Brown, you know, Hall of Fame mm-hmm. running back who is in the movie as one of the coordinators. Um, you know, the first string quarterback gets hurt. Second string quarterback gets hurt. Then Jamie Foxx goes in as a third string and becomes a stud. And he goes, he's talking to, to his defense. Y'all better do your job. I mean, we got a third string quarterback who can't throw for, for Sugar Honey <laughs> yeah. ST. And, I mean, it was just how he just goes off. And Lawrence Taylor, who plays one of the linebackers in there, after Jim Brown is yelling, he goes, Coach, Coach, calm down. You're going to have a stroke. I don't get strokes. I give them MFR. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he says. <laughs> like this. Because I – so that movie, you know, you know, when you think about movies, you think about where you were in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, little known fact, maybe, I played college football for two years. Um, and so I went to a small college where we took long bus rides places. And oftentimes that was a movie we saw during wow. the bus ride. Yeah. So yeah. So we. Me, so so, me, oh, so really? me and me, me and me and my teammates we would joke about that, and we would apply that to some of the coaches that we played for. Is uh, Willie Beeman on your playlist? It's <laughs> Willie. Yeah. Willie. Willie Beeman. Beeman. I keep the ladies. <laughs> Creaming. You know what's Meet funny? Your dream. That's my joint. When I rewatched that, how f- he is on in a commercial with a song after like a couple of weeks. Right. Of right, right, right. 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 Like, exactly. I don't know if that would happen. Invite your chest. Yeah. Drink Metflex. <laughs> yes. I hey, so y'all, I don't know if you guys know that. And Justin, you and I were talking about this earlier. You realize him and L. Cool J got into a real life fight on set. Really? And um, later on, uh, after the movie came out, Jamie Foxx did a stand up and was talking about it because he, while LL got upset about something and they were fighting for real, it wasn't until like 30 seconds of the fight, they realized, oh man, we're really fighting. He was thinking, good acting, LL, this yeah, LL's acting, yeah. he's acting. No, but he was really fighting them. Like, it was a legit this fight. Wow. Yeah. What did he say on, like, during the scene that would piss him off so much that make him want to fight him? That's I don't funny. recall. I don't know. I'll have to look yeah. it up. Okay. Yeah. It came out in like 99, I think, right? And I was pretty young and I remember watching it and I didn't get it and my dad didn't like it. I think it was just, my dad is weird about like filthy language and stuff. Yeah, he gives uh, a really so good speech. Yeah. He does. Yeah, he's, got, he's, he's got a great speech in yes. there. Yes. Yes. But when I rewatched it like last month, I, I loved it. It was kind of crazy, the left turn. Um, what's a movie that people give you the most grief for never seeing? The Notebook. Why would I watch oh, The Notebook? Oh, really? That is a weird one to give you. I don't you know anything yeah. about yeah. The Notebook. Yeah. I don't know. Clueless. I don't know anything about those. Those aren't me. It's <laughs> not my alley. If you want to cry, you can watch The Notebook. That's why I was just saying yeah. to Chris, you're talking about Friday. I was like, we're probably not the target audience. You're not the target <laughs> yeah. audience for Clueless. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Somebody told me. going to be watching Clueless? I forgot, yeah. and maybe you guys know. Uh, you know, I had no clue that, that it came from a movie. Uh, a friend was telling me the Wednesdays we wear pink. Oh, yeah. 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 
I was girls. yes, yeah. I was yesterday's years old when I realized that I had no clue. Mean Girls yeah. is a another one that's pretty quotable mm-hmm. though. Like, yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like I still say like yeah, it's pretty quotable. And you might have you you were probably aged out of it by then. Yeah. Maybe when what it came out, to say? nothing. <laughs> you were probably too old for it. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but you probably needed ARP at the time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Justin. <laughs> mean Girls, yeah. Right. I'm gonna say we wear pink. Um. What is your favorite movie with some sort of tie to Kansas City? So it could be like a setting, film tier, actor, filmmaker, etc. Do you have one? It, most recently, actually, there's a story on this guy um, called The Royal. A movie called oh, The yeah. Royal. Mm-hmm. Willie Mays Aiken, former Kansas City Royal in real life, mm-hmm. um, played in the 1980s team that won the pennant and lost the World Series, I think, to the Phillies. He batted right in front of George Brett. Um, and he eventually, in real life, went to prison for, uh, you know, dealing drugs and you know, all this other t- sort of stuff. And then came out and turned his life around. I did a story on him, like, last couple months ago. Mm-hmm. You guys probably haven't seen it because you guys don't watch 41. I know, no, I made the I, promo for it. And the other one, because, it, it, you know, it doesn't, have, it doesn't take place in Kansas City, but it has Kansas City actors in it. Um, 40-Year-Old Virgin. Oh, Paul yeah. Rudd, yeah. yeah. Sorry, it Paul actually Rudd. did take me a second. I was like, what? What are you talking about? But yeah, yeah. Paul Rudd. That's a good one. Another quotable one for us so yeah and another one i watched with my parents because i think i was in oh that's a tough one with your parents. Yeah. Yeah. that actually makes a lot of sense with the question i was going to ask you which the question is on this list here am i what movie virgin? or movie character do you relate to the most <laughs> so it would be 40 year old virgin right 41 year old yeah, yeah. but it, but in all seriousness <laughs> <laughs> but actually in all seriousness uh is there a character that you, you relate to the most or a movie that you uh, can relate to the most no Cool. You know, I thought about that. No, I, I, you know, um, no. And it's funny because, oh, I don't know if it's funny, but when you think about movies, I don't know if there's anyone I can relate to. I, you know, I grew up in a lower middle class neighborhood, wasn't rich, far from poor, grew up on the south side of Chicago, um, never in a gang, never did drugs, shot dice in high school, whatever, you know, it makes money. But uh, I, I I don't know, you know, when I, when I think of movies, especially people who look like me, they're either very affluent, mm-hmm. doctors, lawyers, or they're like thugs, and I was neither. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really don't know if there's a movie that I've seen that even resonates with me. I mean, there might be mm-hmm. one out there, but if it is, I haven't seen it. And if I have seen it, it must be very unforgettable, very forgettable, I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, th- I think I surprise a lot of people with c- certain things, like especially, you know, the fact that I, I read a lot. You know, I read like 20-some-odd books a year. Although this year I'm way behind. I'm only like on book seven. But the seventh book I'm reading right now is like freaking epic. I forgot. What's yeah. that author that you're really into that has like James Baldwin. Yeah, okay. James Baldwin. We love James Baldwin. Matter of fact, he had, there, there, so one of his books came to life on the big screen just two years ago with Bill Street Can Talk. That's a mm-hmm. great movie. I think and I... so. Did you give that back to me? I'm pretty sure I listened yeah, to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> but I, so I read the book first though, right? Mm-hmm. So I read the book first and watching the movie, as I was watching the movie, I was like, damn. This is what I envisioned Fawny to be, or this is what I envisioned mm-hmm. this character to be. Like this, this, this was it. Whoever did the movie was on it, yeah. in my opinion. And you know, granted, they made some artistic changes, which I understand. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was an emotional movie yeah. too. I Very feel like much so. That one man. made me. I'm pretty sure that Very one made me much cry. So, and you think about it, um, it seems like there are stories like that throughout the course of time. Uh, 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 shortly after that came out, was the the biopic on the on the uh, Central Park Five. You, know, mm-hmm. you think about all these people who have gone to prison, wrongfully convicted, 
and you know my man the main character if Bill Street could talk did that and he had a baby on the other side too mm -hmm. this girl mm -hmm. was pregnant they're supposed to be moving you know stuff like that so that story you see repeat itself over and over um and it can be draining as a viewer I'm sure it's draining as as an artist sometimes too but um I think like the jobs of movies and, and artists sometimes is to reflect life as it is and as it should be you know so I think that does a job good job of doing both have you ever been part of a uh, part of or seen a news story you thought would make a good movie or TV show? Oh Lord, yes. And I wrote I actually wrote these because yeah, because there's a few. In fact, one of them was the thing you saw on um, Nightline on Dateline. Oh, yeah, Dateline, yeah, you yeah. know, it, it was a soldier out of Fort Bragg, Kelly uh -huh. Bordeaux. She this I shouldn't you know, I don't she's I don't want to defame her, but if if my memory is correctly, she had a husband, a boyfriend, another friend on the side, and so when she went up missing, it could have been eight of them cats. And it was some other random dude. And I mean, it, it was literally made for TV, how they found her and whatever ended up happening. And then also there was this story. Um, I was in Memphis. There was an NBA player named Lorenzen Wright who was murdered. And it wasn't until like two or three years ago, his wife. Like, so I was in Memphis in 2010, to put things in perspective. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until like two or three years ago, his wife was finally convicted of his murder. Wow. His body was found in the field. So many people came out to the field. There were so many rumors about he was dealing with drugs, he was doing this, that. You say you're a former NBA player? Yeah, former NBA player. I thought that I watched a documentary on You probably that. did, cause I, and, and I might have been on that too, because it was uh, 2020, ABC. I was on I, that, because I was working for ABC affiliate at the time. Um, it may have been that, because I feel like I remember the story. And then there was another one too, man, uh, which, you would say made for TV, it really was made for TV. There was a long, drawn out part of First 48, they devoted a whole half hour to this. It was a massacre on Memphis called Leicester Street Massacre. There was um, these two brothers, um, hated each other, didn't care for each other, but they were brothers. And one of the brothers ended up murdering um, the brother, the brother's girlfriend, and a few of the kids tried to murder all of the four or five kids that were in the house. And um, not all the kids made it, but the ones that survived are the ones who told police eventually when they came to who did this. Junior, Uncle Junior did this to us, you know? And it's crazy. I remember covering the story as a, as a journalist. I remember it was like rainy night, and I was a nights out reporter in Memphis. So, you know, I had just filed my report. Uh, I, was, I wasn't live that day. We had, you know, a 9 and a 10 o'clock, because we had ABCCW. And I just filed my report for 9 and 10. I'm about to go out the door. And they're like, hey, hey, can you go check out this thing at Leicester Street, right? So me and another reporter went out there because, you know, scanner traffic was like crazy epic. So me and another reporter went out there. That was probably the first time I've seen a group of police officers crying. And it was so bad because, you know, there were like four or five kids, all under the age of like seven or eight, mm -hmm. who were just murdered or, or left for dead. You know, some of them survived. And um, I don't want to see a movie about that. Yeah, that sounds so yeah, hard it could to be, watch. Yeah, 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 but it was, you know, it, but it's crazy because you only know what you know. And it was raining that day, and we were there, and we just—I remember the media. We hugged each other and stuff. Um, made it home, and like six or seven months later, the episode aired on First Forty Eight, and then they did another in-depth episode. So we learned—we learned even more that we didn't know that we weren't privy to at the time. But it was like it, it just had its glue to our television, mm -hmm. albeit morbid. It still was something that we couldn't turn away from. Mm -hmm. You know, so like even in the moment, felt like movieish if it's raining yes. out and everybody's yeah. yes, yeah. yes, very much so. Like a cinematic moment, very much so. Yeah, yeah. man, very much so. Gosh. Good. That's what my uh, my 
brain always makes those uh, connections to certain news stories where I'm like, that's the first one of the first things I think. I was like, oh, that'd be a good movie. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the guy who like broke, he was accused or he like kidnapped somebody, was arrested, but then he escaped, went and found the person that he kidnapped and killed them, and then <laughs> went to jail. Like, that's, yeah. a sm- that's a real thing? Yeah, it was. that was just a few years ago. That was a pretty crazy one. He kidnapped one. somebody, escaped, and then act like the rescue, like he rescued this person? No, 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 no. Oh. So it was a guy kidnapped like a woman, Yes. but then... She, she she escaped. escaped. He got arrested, but he escaped from jail. Got it. And then went and found her and killed her. Uh, and then I don't remember if he went to jail or oh no he he went to jail because he was found just like sitting at a restaurant in Clinton, Missouri or something. Jeez. Crazy stuff. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to see that on. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. What was the last movie that you watched? Like in general? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last new one? Yeah. It was something mindless. It was something with um or TV show. Uh, well, TV show. I watched a couple of TV shows religiously. Power series on stars, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Book of Canaan. I watched that religiously. Is is that uh, is power? Is that the uh, uh, Fifty Cent Curtis Jackson yep. one? Yeah, I watch that all the time, every week, like every Sunday when it dropped. I'm watching appointment television. Um, um, I just you know, well, it's a couple months re- removed now, but Showtime, like the HBO series on yeah. the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I was glued that to was the so TV. I want to watch that. So or, oh, bad. A, win, yeah. a winning time. Winning time. Winning Thank time. you. Yeah. Yeah. Which is based on the Showtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on the Lakers. So yeah. Hulu that was another one. thing where it's like I didn't really know anything about this, and then boom, TV show that yeah. was entertaining. Yeah. It's like I'm learning so much. Like I had no idea. Like this was how Magic Johnson like got his start, and any of his story or anything like. Or that. you think about some of the epic things that they started, like cheerleaders. Yeah. At basketball games. What's mm-hmm. a, what was the owner's name? Jerry Bus. Bus. Yeah. Like I didn't even that name. I never even heard that name before I started. Started watching. Did you show. know they have He's a? Obviously, a big deal. I don't know if you have Hulu, but they have, I think, a docu series. Yeah. Yes, I heard. Yeah. I haven't seen. I, I want to watch that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't decide which one the I want to watch time first. One is great. It is. John yeah. C. Reilly is. is amazing. Oh my Jesus! He's so good. Yeah. And I again, I don't know who Jerry Buss is, but I imagine <laughs> that he's doing a really good, accurate portrayal of him because it seems like that. And that yeah. was what Adam McKay and Will Ferrell yeah. got into. I yeah. don't know if you knew that story, but Will Ferrell was upset because Will Ferrell wanted to play that role. I did not. Oh wow! Yeah, I know. They broke up their production company over this yeah because everything anything you see adam mckay it's like adam mckay will ferrell and right yeah. but john c Riley is quoted saying like he didn't know something about that but he was like but also i wasn't working and i needed the job right. and was yeah. just happy to have He's the work a good job. Uh, he, oh yeah he, i love oh, that show yeah great great job it's very entertaining let's talk about some uh some movies that are really important to you which i'm sure we've talked about a lot of these already and you gave us i think five mm-hmm. so what's the first one coming to america I have a shirt that I wore just last week. You know, I, I don't come to work dressed in my suit all the time. Sometimes I wear T-shirts for a number of reasons. One, I don't want my shirts to be all the way wrinkled when 5 o'clock rolls around. Two, I'm a messy eater. I don't want to have much on my dress <laughs> shirt. Oreo you know? crumbs all over. Yeah, exactly, you know. So those are a couple of the reasons. But I wore a shirt the other day that says, um, I put no chemicals in my hair, just juices and berries. <laughs> and that's the line from him when he was, you know, in, 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 in the barbershop. I and then he's, love that movie. What you want done? Just make it neat. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that'd be eight dollars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, coming to America. Joe Lewis, you don't know no Joe right, Lewis. Right, right, right. <laughs> did you watch the new one? I did. Um, I fell asleep. Oh, really? oh no! I wanted to love it. I don't know why. Maybe it was just the wrong time to be watching it. You know, it's it's worth a watch, but it's not in that cult classic yeah. pile. Yeah. It doesn't have the mm-hmm. magic. And I think one. some of that mystique is lost when you try to do something thirty years yeah. later. You know, yeah. that's something that. There's a, there's a finite window, you know. Strike yeah. while the iron is hot, and if, if this sequel were like two or three I years didn't removed, need then a maybe. sequel yeah. of that movie. It ended perfectly. Like I I feel like just like trying huh. to 
extend that storyline. Like it just didn't. That's why he got his own money. When I tell you guys own money, he got his own money. That's probably one of my favorite comedies. That, that's why I didn't rewatch it because I was hearing a lot of mixed stuff about it and I was like, yeah, maybe I'll just leave it alone because I like the original so much. And he's bringing back Beverly Hills Cop now. They're filming Ooh. the fourth one. So I'll, I'm I'll excited, yeah. but that's like... You know. Right, but still, still, so many years removed though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I still think he, he... I think that's that's a character you can bring back in and get naked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, what's your next movie? Paid in full. We talked about that. Have you all seen it yet? Nope. No. And actually, Justin I'm embarrassed. Like, I'd never even heard about it. Like, I've never heard of that movie. So, Paid in Full is a movie that I've watched, I'm not even exaggerating, at least 100 times. Why is it special to you? Uh, college camaraderie. Me and my, some of my best friends to this day. Is we used to watch comedy? all the time. No. No? Hmm. Like, it's, it's got a, funny moments in it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's several <laughs> funny moments, but yeah, not necessarily. It's a more of a um, kind of drama. Okay. Um, cautionary tale. Yeah, cautionary tale. Yes, yes, very well said. And it's loosely based off of this drug dealer turned um, music producer's life, who was eventually killed. And it's crazy because in real life, the guy who killed him went to witness protection and just got out a couple years ago. And he was murdered. And m- mind you, this happened like in the eighties. Anyway, long story short, there's this guy who starts off um, from very humble beginnings. Uh, he has a best, this is during the 80s, the crack epidemic. He has a best friend who ends up dealing drugs and who, you know, becomes rich, but he kind of stays grounded. He accidentally falls into the, the game, starts dealing, becomes a huge kingpin. Um, in the movie, he eventually gets out and becomes a record producer and a re- record guy. But all the exploits him and his, 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 his people go through, uh, everything from, from testing loyalty to testing love, to um, you know, and rival gangs. Wood Harris. Wood Harris. Guy Pfeiffer. Okay. Who in in Winning Time, Wood Harris plays the role of Spencer Haywood. Mm. Spencer Haywood, who in real life was oh, married yeah. to Iman. Yeah. Spencer Haywood in real life Wait, was part he of the like, Wire too. Yeah. Yeah. He's also in the Wire. Yeah. And yes. remember, remember the Titans. Like and, and, right. And remember yeah, the yeah, Titans. Yeah. Yeah. Strong guy. side. Yeah. Left yeah. side. Yeah. Strong yeah. side. Yeah. We talked about that a little bit because uh, Wood Harris is one of those guys that I never understood why. It did. He didn't be he's become thing. underrated. He's really yeah. Arguably yeah. the most uh, one of and the and most maybe, underrated. And maybe it's his own thing. I'm sure there's like you he know race plays amazing. a part into it. He's that guy that's like I don't know his name, but I oh Kevin. Wow, <laughs> party foul. <laughs> Sorry. But he's Ant-Man. doing like he's, he's in like a, yeah he was in like a supporting role in Ant Man. You know, it's like he yeah. but he could be. I I could not have told you his name, yeah. but I know he's all great. the things he's in. He's always impressed me. That's Walter White. I yeah. thought I thought it was Chris Allen. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the goatee. <laughs> well, I, I had never heard of. I think I had, I knew the. Meth, is that what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I think I knew the poster for Paid in Full because I worked at a movie gallery in college mm-hmm. and would see it. But but I'd never really yeah. known anything Kai about Pfeiffer, it. Wood Harris, but it's really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. which that was one of the things the guy that it's based on because he wasn't happy with the finished product and he thought they were trying to turn it into a showcase for Cameron to promote his mm. album or whatever. But I thought the movie was really good. You get no soy sauce, B. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay, that's on my list. What else you got? Um, coming to America, paid in full, major league. Major league. Mm-hmm. Which we talked about. I, I, you know, I just love that movie. Hey, Apocalypse Now. Okay. Apocalypse Now is one of my favorite movies. I had to watch Apocalypse Now for a film class, senior high school. Um, I took a lot of like electives my senior year. Mm-hmm. So the school I went to, it was, I guess you would call it a... Like a liberal arts It was like school. a magnet high school. Mm-hmm. And so oh, um, I 
but I went there since seventh grade. They had a seventh and eighth grade program where you tested into. So I took high school courses in seventh, eighth grade. I could have graduated my junior year. Mm. I didn't want to. You're so, so my, smart. Yeah. So my senior year, I ended up taking like auto shop. The basketball coach was the auto shop teacher. And I took like this film class. And I had to watch Apocalypse Now. And I fell in love with that movie, man. I mean, you got a, you know, Marlon Brando. You have, I think it's one of Lawrence Fishburne's very first movies. Yeah. And, like and he like lied, lied about his age. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, be yes, in the right, movie. right, right. I mean, the movie uh, uh, is, is you know, you got um, Martin Sheen. Mm-hmm. I mean, the movie is just epic. Uh, Vietnam movie. <laughs> my, my film class war movie that, a big one. <laughs> that I fell in love with was Glory. We had that same thing. Oh, yeah, Glory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like for film yeah. class and like yeah, that and movie I, was a war movie. What's too. Glory PG thirteen probably? Because I feel like I watched that in school, in high school, but then I never isn't Apocalypse Now. Seems like it's probably more for college. Yeah, it, probably so. Yeah. But it, I've it, never it, seen it. Oc- it was so epic. Even the cinematography. I mean, one of the, one of, one of my favorite scenes. I think everyone's favorite scene is that crazy. Um, commanding officer uh it's like they're surfing on the beach during wartime and he is saddened when he goes over to to the main character and he says you know one day this war is going to end and he's sad about that mm-hmm. hmm. he's sad about that's that so crazy you know like, and because that's like his whole life is a military yes yeah, 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 yeah. yes and and i mean and that was so such a brief scene but so poetic you mm-hmm. know um, it's definitely one of my all-time favorites. I've only seen it in the last two years, no. but it is one of those rare classics that I had never seen, finally watched, and, and really, really mm-hmm. liked. Um, speaking of Marlon Brando, I love Marlon Brando. I mean, A Streetcar Named Desire, mm. uh, I love that. Um, the Godfather series, come on, man. They're all epic. Um, None of us have really seen Godfather. Not, I've seen The Godfather I've and 2. <laughs> Did we just talk about how... Yeah, I said I had seen them, and you guys haven't. Oh. I've seen the first one, Personally. not 2. Yeah. yeah. But and here too is better it. than. Fun. I know. You all are very disappointing right now. You, when I tell it's, you, this is this, that's the biggest disappointment from this conversation. The fact that you all have not seen the Godfather series, series, you broke my heart, Fredo. That's from the movie. You broke my heart. I've seen oh, bits it? of it. <laughs> I know. Uh, that's a classic, though. Yeah. Let me tell you one that may surprise you guys that I really love. Semi Pro. Oh yeah! Really? Oh. Okay. I'm a huge Will Ferrell fan. Is it because of the basketball? That's like one of his not as well, good movies. It, it, well. You gotta remember, I used to live in Flint. Uh-huh. I was actually living in Flint when they were filming it. Um, so maybe that's why it's so near and dear to me. I love basketball. Um, and I hear you ball like Will Ferrell. Like cry ball or ball ball? Like ball ball. <laughs> like basketball. basketball. <laughs> you guys, anybody out in these streets, they tell you. In fact, my co-anchor, she always try to get somebody who will defame my character on the basketball court, and they won't. You know what they say? Which is true. I admit to this. They all say the same thing. This You're Pepsi perfect. really getting to me. I was like, what is going <laughs> on? They all, they all say to me, they all say about me, they say, Kevin, you can tell Kevin is really slow. He missed, he, he he lost a step or two, but he can still shoot that ball. Oh. He don't play no defense, but he can shoot that ball. <laughs> and yeah. that's accurate. You know, if we got on the court together, I would be like uh, Philip Seymour You're Hoffman. You're never going to be on a court. Along came Polly. Brain dance. <laughs> or whatever. And then it's like brick. Brick. That's me. He never saw it. We were the only time that you and me were ever on a basketball court was for that one promo shoot, and we didn't even have a basketball. It was really hot. Remember that? Oh, day? the safe KC shoot. Safe KC yeah. shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Next time we're on the court, you just bring the water and towels. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. I'll do it. Good deal. All right, Kevin. Uh, I think that I think that's all the time. We have. <laughs> thanks for the snacks. Thanks for uh, thanks for being thing. a semi pro. Jesus Christ! I, I see what you did I, there. I, I, <laughs> I had to get one in there.
that's Oy what vey. we have to deal with. Yeah, I'm sorry. That <laughs> that, you that's why I'm the most hated person on this couch <laughs> right now. Facts. We're yeah. so glad that you took the time on your day off yes. to yeah, thank talk you. some movies, let us learn a little bit about you, and um, I'm going to just quote Mean Girls at you all the time now, and you're not going to know what I'm talking about. So. I mean, if you say Wednesdays wear pink, I know. <laughs> that's it, though. Yeah. Well, on Fridays, we wear uh, hoodies and turquoise. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> turquoise pants. You can, you can tell the definition of my calf. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> well, hey, at least he hits the gym. It's something you don't know anything about. That's, that's <laughs> Mic drops. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we really do love having you, on Kevin, note. on this yes, podcast, and yeah. you're generally the most, uh, the nicest person I think that uh, we have ever had on the podcast, mm. right? I mean, Dia's gonna. We've see had this some really nice people. <laughs> I know. Okay, she'll, she'll admit though she's meaner than me. Though. <laughs> <laughs> that, that she will admit. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, Thanks, thank Kevin. you all. <laughs>